Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Hi. My name is Molly, and I'd like to welcome you today to Jesus Without the Junk, Real Truth, Real Life, and Real Jesus. Our lives revolve around a clock, and sometimes I feel like it's constantly tick, 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 tick. Where do I have to go? Where do I have to be? When do I need to get there? I don't know if any of you feel like that or not, but I certainly feel like that more um, than I'd like to. So today I want to issue a one-minute challenge to you. You know, there are seven days in a week. There are 24 hours in a day. There are 168 hours in this week. And I'd like for you to stop and consider how much of that time, how much of that 168 hours do we give to God? And probably what you're thinking is, Molly, you don't know my life. You don't know how busy I am. Um, you have no idea what I have on my plate. You know, I used to tell people, look, I don't have a plate. I have got a platter. But I learned through the power of the Holy Spirit that that platter went a lot better when I would stop and give the first part of my day to the Holy Spirit to God, to Jesus. You know, there are all kinds of challenges that um, people enter into. One of, one of them for me was, I thought was, oh my gosh, I'd never do that one. It's the ice bucket challenge where you take a great big bucket of ice cold water and pour it on your head. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So I want to issue a challenge to you today. And um you know, one minute, you can get a lot prayed in one minute. So we are going to test that theory. And I have um, a timer today, and we are going to let it run for one minute. And at the end of one minute, um, the alarm will go off. And of course, there's going to be some dead air. But the, the thing is, is that you have to stay engaged in this podcast today in order to uh, accomplish what this needs to accomplish for your lives. You have to stay engaged. So I'm getting ready to start the timer, and I'm going to count down 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. And we're going to see how long one minute is. The timer is going. I'm still here. Are you still there? Twenty four seconds.
seven, six, three, two, one. How about that for one minute? That was a pretty long time, wasn't it? You know, we have to take a shift in our thinking a lot of times when we are specifically talking about God because the enemy of our soul does not want us to turn to God first thing. I mean, that's just, that goes against everything that he tries to keep us from. But we've got to have a, a, we call it the quarter turn shift in this ministry. If I can get you to think a new way about something like this, then it can revolutionize your whole day for just that one day. And your prayer might go something like this. As soon as you wake up, thank you for letting me wake up. And Jesus, I ask that you go with me throughout my whole day. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. Now, how long do you think that took? Probably, it probably didn't even take about 10 seconds. But the first thing I learned to do years ago, and I learned this from Dr. Charles Stanley, was to say thank you, God, for letting me wake up. Do you realize that at any moment, and this is our scripture, um, biblical scripture teaching for this comes from Luke 12, verse 16 through 21, there was a parable, and I'm going to read this to you. Um, Jesus spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater And there I will store all my crops and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. And just from that parable, I had a quarter-turn shift in, you know what, I do need to thank God every day first for letting me wake up because it's not a given that I get to wake up today. I mean, for whatever God's reasons are, he might say, time to come home, and I don't get to wake up. So that's the first thing that I do. And I know that you all have a lot on your plates, especially in the times in which we live. Um, You've got schools, some of you are stay-home moms, and that's a big job in and of itself. Taking care of the house, taking care of the children, getting their lessons, cleaning the house, that is a major, major task uh, to do it well. And um, homework, I mean, I know I'm finishing up my last bit of college, and it's, you know, it's a lot to kind of squeeze that into everything else that's going on in my life. But if you will um, rise to the occasion and take this one-minute challenge, and then at the end of your week, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast, measure it out for seven days, and that then take a, um, a look and measure how things went for that one week. Did they go better in your day? Did your heart feel better? You know, once you thank God for letting you wake up and then you thank Jesus um, going with you throughout your day, was your day lighter? Was it brighter? 
You know, God is the only one who can change the circumstances in your life. And I learned that the hard way after years of trying to do it my way all the time. And if you're tired and in a place where you find that I want to get off this merry-go-round of life in my life, I'm tired of all the, um, just all the busyness and all the, um, everything I have to do. I promise you, if you give God the first part of your day, he makes the rest of your day somehow go better. It goes longer. He promises in Isaiah, you know, 45, I will go before you and make those crooked places straight. And I can tell you from praying that prayer many, many days that he would go before me and make those crooked places that I didn't want to entertain in my life. He made them straight for me. It was like a miracle. So with all of this being said today, James 4, 8 tells us to draw close to me. And I will draw close to you. God is the only one who can change your merry-go-round of a life and your circumstances. So I want to close in prayer today, and I want to pray specifically for you. It was burdened upon my heart that I need to pray for you. So let's do that now. Father, I ask that you bless your children and let them know that you are with them this week as they endeavor to pray you into their lives very first thing in their day. And Father, I ask that you allow them to know that you are real, that you are there, and that you are willing to come into their lives and help them turn it around. And Father, I thank you for this. In Jesus' holy name, I ask and pray. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen.